This is Raider Nation Radio 920. Unnecessary roughness. Unnecessary roughness. I think this, that somewhere within the first five to ten plays of the game, the other team's quarterback must go down. And he must go down hard. It's unnecessary roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Big hole. First down. End zone. Touchdown. Touchdown, Raiders. Would you believe it? This is Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy, Q. Super Bowl. You know, I don't remember all the dynamics, but even the casinos had a hard time even having Super Bowl parties. Mm -hmm. It was just ridiculous. And now here we are. You know, we're about to have a Super Bowl. And everybody better be prepared because this will be the best damn Super Bowl party the world's ever seen because Vegas puts on the best show ever. So it's going to be exciting. Can't wait. No, it really is. I'm excited as well. We were there at Allegiant Stadium yesterday when they made the official announcement. And like you said, I mean, everyone knew it was going to happen, but just wanted to hear it officially. And so it's done. There's signs around town already, Dustin. Like there's signs going up. I mean, this is going to be a two-year project and it's going to go by so fast. But the financial income that's going to be brought into this city is going to be enormous. It's, it's next level, Dustin. I mean, it's hard for me to explain it, but they're estimating over $500 million is going to be generated by the Super Bowl being here. I, I would be surprised if it's more. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, it, the revenue that's coming from this is, will be out, outstanding. You know, it's, you know, a lot of taxes that will come from this. It's going to help our city. Just more exposure, you know, and there could be a, a better city to host the Super Bowl. I mean, come on. It's Vegas. It's Every world-class hotel right next to the stadium, uh, you know, all the nightclubs, restaurants, events. I mean, it's just going to be insane, I, and, you know, I can't wait for it. It's going to be – I've never been to a Super Bowl queue, okay, and okay. Uh, you can bet your keister I'll be buying tickets for this one. And, you know, I do have club seats, but I didn't buy the $75,000 one. <laughs> those, those are the only ones that got you uh, – First dibs on Super Bowl tickets, but I'll pony up, and I'm going to this for sure. I can't wait. Well, I'll tell you this, Dustin. This is something I've been trying to tell everyone because I've been to a few Super Bowls covering it just professionally, yeah. right? Not not because I could flip a bill because I can't, but, uh, you know, being mm-hmm. there professionally – the week that leads up to the Super Bowl, Radio Row, they I mean, that's when you can intermingle with everyone. I'm talking about actors, I'm talking about musicians, athletes. The week leading up, you don't even have to go to the game. The week leading up is what's so fantastic. And you see fans of all teams will be here. I mean, that's you know how many people come to Vegas anyway. I just I cannot wait to see all the oh, just have fun. Yeah, all the fans that are going to be there. I better get my pass since I'm on the radio once in a while with you guys. I, you know, I have to go in there and talk to you and Cofield and give me a pass so I can go hang out with you guys. Hey, man, look, real talk, man. It's called a day pass, and if you're a, a Radio Row guest, then you can. Uh, you you can I'm telling you, hey, you, you, if you talk it up, you can do it. I'm just like, DeMond just looked at me right now. I was like, oh, I'm in. <laughs> I'm definitely yeah. in there. That's, that's Damn some... right you are, DeMond. Right, exactly. You know, Dustin, uh, we were talking yesterday, and, and I was talking about, I mean, yeah, we talk Raiders all day long. We are Raider Nation Radio 920, and we love everyone from all over. We have tons of people that call. But I, I, I try to express how big this community is and how much this community means that's more than just the strip and more than just partying and you've been here forever you've been here for your life i mean the community the communities that are around here and and that are you know involved around the stadium and you know now of course are embracing the team this community is awesome yeah yeah no well i I mean i know no different you know what i mean but you know i've been to a ton of different cities but 
look, you, you, you just hit the nail on the head. And everybody that I talk to that moves here says the same thing, you know, like, you know, people think just it's Vegas. Like, you know, I was born on a craps table and I, you know, I eat at a buffet for dinner every night. And, you know, it's obviously <laughs> not that, you know, it's great schools. It's a great community. I mean, we have everything you need, you know, even from like Mount Charleston to Red Rock to, you know, the Lake Mead. I mean, there's plenty of outdoor activities, you know, on top of that, if you do want to go to the strip and most people that lived here for as long as I have, you know, avoid it like the plague. But right. when you do go there, it's almost like you're visiting it for the first time. Like I see stuff that I'm like, Oh my God, that's being built. Like I had no idea. I, I've still never been to resort worlds or circa or all this stuff, you know? And I, and you know, when I do, I love it. Cause you know, it's literally every one of those hotels. It's like, you, you just throw a dart and whatever restaurant you land on is going to be one of the best restaurants you've ever been in, you know? And then again, like, you know, whatever events come in, like if you're a fan of this or Adele or whatever, like you can go to these cause they're in your backyard. I mean, how, how, good, how good is that? Like, we, we are spoiled here for sure, you know, besides yeah. the no speed income taxes. And I get it, meeting house price has gone way up, but it's still way more affordable than most cities. You know, it's just, it's a world-class city, and, you know, the Raiders and the Knights coming here have just made that even more. Right, exactly. I'm with you 100%. Again, we're talking with Dustin DeHart from Nova Home Loans uh, on Twitter at D- Team De- DeHart. Uh, it's Unnecessary Roughness, Radio Nation Radio 920. I wanted to ask you, you know, because we always talk about homes and, and how, how much the, the prices are going up and how hard it is to find a home. With this latest announcement of the Super Bowl, do you think mm-hmm. that that will impact, you know, the, the housing market? Do you think that there will be people that maybe rush to get some houses that around Super Bowl time they can rent out like an Airbnb, you know, something like that? Do you yeah. think that that might be a, a rush that we see all of a sudden? Yeah, good question. Uh, my answer is no. <laughs> so, oh, no, that's a good uh, look, idea, though. You know, <laughs> just saying it's a good so, idea. I'm glad you mentioned that because, Q, like, literally – when we got the team and we were starting to build the stadium, I mean, there were a bunch of knuckleheads in my industry that are literally saying like in the newspaper or on t- whatever that like, Oh my God, now we're, the property values are going to go up 20% or this or that, which is all crap. Now look indirectly, it helps, you know, to have a, a sports city like we have, you know, the jobs that it creates, all of that, that indirectly helps demand, demand helps housing. But at the end of the day, the Raiders do not make my house in Green Valley or Mount Charleston or my rental properties go up one iota. Okay. Now, it, you know, they ain't making them go down either. But, yeah, it doesn't really have any impact whatsoever. You know, the Airbnb part now, look, in Vegas, you really can't Airbnb. You know, they've pretty much outlawed it, and I think they're going that way in Henderson. So, yeah, which is Oh, really? I didn't reasons. know that. I didn't know that. Really? Yeah. I didn't, yeah, like, yeah, I didn't know that. Well, think about it. Like, what's Vegas? It's hotels, right? So, you know what I mean? You know, so, you know, but again, we're in Vegas. Do you really need Airbnb? No, you can find a room here. You know what I mean? Like, so it's, you know, look, the the casinos are going to be packed. They're going to, and I'll tell you what, like that. $200 Two hundred dollar uh, Mandalay Bay room. Now, I, uh, Super Bowl weekend. That that'll probably cost you about twelve hundred dollars a night. I can guarantee you that. You know what I mean? So Demond's not well. renting that one. <laughs> you're not, I can't throw a Super Bowl like hotel party. No, no, yeah. no. You're not gonna rent. You're not gonna throw I mean, no kind Demond, of party. You can do your own Airbnb. You know, just rent out your room. You know, and there you go. <laughs> my one, my one room. That's funny. That's uh, funny. Yeah, you go 
move in with Q for a week, and you guys split the profits, and we're all set. Oh, no, he's got to get his own place. He can't live with me. No, no, he, he, he can't live with me. I'm, I'm Dustin, you know me, man. I'm still I'm still on the mission to try to find a house, man. I'm, I'm telling you. Shit, write this down. It's budget suites, man. You go down there, you're going to be fine. Right? Just stay away from the chicks. Man. Yeah. Anybody trying to sell you something. No, no, right. I'm not. You'll be I'm, up all night if you, if you hang out with those guys. Right? No, I ain't doing all that. Hey, you're going to really get me in trouble. Then I'm going to come look for you, and I'm going to be looking for a couch to stay on. I'm good, man. You ain't going to get me caught up in, oh, in doing none of that. Again, we're talking with Dustin DeHart here on Unnecessary Roughness, Raider Nation Radio 920. So, uh, again, man, a, a lot of folks buying houses right now. I mean, are they still – I mean, I know they're still buying them right now, but is there any part of the, the year – I thought it was this time that kind of cools off a little bit. Are they going to cool yeah. off maybe a little in January, or is it just going to keep going full steam ahead? It will, and it's cooling off right now. I mean, and, and it's not, not as much as normal just because of the dynamics we're all in right now. And, you know, the FOMO, the fear of missing out because, you know, of all the chatter of the prices going up and rates starting to go up. So we're, we're seeing more sales than we normally are. Not like at egregious amount, but it is, it, you know, it is slowing down. It's, you know, the next couple few months we're, we're going to be kind of leveling out. And then, boom, right when, you know, summer hits and kids are going back to school, then that's when the frenzy starts and kind of happens until about eh, October. And that's when the real mad rush for housing usually happens here in town. I got FOMO. I definitely have FOMO. I am, you, when you say <laughs> I that, I am that guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm telling yeah. you. And it's funny because the wife used uh, the house, trying to buy a house. She used it against me this morning because I tried to convince her of a new car that I saw over the weekend that I really want. And she said, you can't buy that car. You want you, you want Good. your house too bad. So I like your wife. She's got sound advice there. Yeah, We're going to get the house. Don't tell her that. You're not wrong, but don't <laughs> tell her that. And she used the, the house against me in my car in my car buying mission. But I got that oh, FOMO. I've, I've been- <laughs> really yeah, bad. Well, I've been doing this for a long time, and I pre-approve people, and then two months later, they come in with a nice Mercedes payment, and <laughs> all of a sudden, magically, they don't qualify anymore. Right. I'm like, well, enjoy that car. I hope it's got a lot of room in it, because <laughs> that house is shrunk. <laughs> I know that's right. Well, Dustin, before we let you go, what uh, what you got anything special going on at Nova Home Loans right now that anyone who may be in the housing market or maybe wants to refinance or anything else uh, can think about and, and anything that they can do right now? Yeah, how about this? Anybody that calls us up and mentions UQ, we're going to pay for your appraisal. It's up to $550. Okay, refinance if you need one. You're going to purchase. Just mention you heard us on Raider Nation with Q. We're going to take care of that appraisal for you for $550. Boom. There it is. That's what I'm talking about. I'm saving folks money. I better get a Christmas gift for that. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Hook your brother up. (laughs) Dustin, uh, thank you so much. Let, Let them know the phone number again to call you. Yeah, 577-2600. I'll see you guys. Merry uh, Christmas. You too, brother. Thank you so much, Dustin. There he goes. Dustin DeHart, Nova Home Loans. Good dude right there. Man, I enjoy uh, just chopping it up with him each and every week. And, yeah, DeMond, the wife got me good, man. I was I, I told you I was sitting in the car dealership as I was watching the Army-Navy game on Saturday. I was getting my oil changed. I had to peruse around the dealership for a little while. And I found a car that was so badass, boy. It was so badass. I mean, I think I have a nice car. Yeah, judging off the car you got now, I don't want to see what you think a badass car is. Hey, dog. Because hey, I don't think bad on gas. True. It's going to look nice, but. True. Of course, black. Uh, It almost looked black. It was actually dark, dark, dark blue to the point where it looks like it was black. But it was all blacked out with the rims in there. It had the black kit on it. It was, man. Look out, man. Like, if I rolled in here with that car, you would have thought something was wrong. You'd have been like, oh, no. You would have thought that I might have played for the Raiders. <laughs> 12 miles to the gap. 
exactly. But hey, I'm out here stuck. I can, I can drive around the, the parking lot. I can get around the parking lot. I am good. And it's 891, you know, so I ain't really trying to drive nowhere, so it's just going to stay here. Man, <laughs> that gas. You know, that's the only time I get upset is when I pull up to the gas pump every couple days. <laughs> 315 is the time. We'll come back. We'll take your calls. We'll take your texts. This is Radio Nation Radio 920. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. I'm going to have to kick you, you know what, today. Here's your boy Q. Coming up at 3.30, we'll be talking to our good friend Paloma Villacano from Fox 5 Sports. We'll get a rundown on all things UNLV. They had a national signing day, the first one. There's two of them now. The first one was uh, yesterday. UNLV inked 10 players. Go from the high school ranks to college. So congratulations to them. Also, the basketball team, the Running Rebels, picked up their third win in a, in a row. So they're doing their thing. Still, the attendance isn't where it's supposed to be when it comes to the hoop team getting folks to watch the game. But, again, there's a lot going on. And some of these games don't aren't against the, the big-time names that will appeal to everyone to want to go out there and check out the games. But we'll talk to Paloma coming up at 3.30. Uh, I've had a lot of great calls and texts already on the show uh, at 702-365-9200. Been talking about what was it that caused you to become a Raiders fan to begin with? Was it a city? Was it a player or players? Was it the winning tradition? Colors? What was it? It had to be something that triggered you to become a Raiders fan. It wasn't everyone was born in the Oakland Coliseum or everyone's born in the LA Coliseum or folks weren't just born in the Allegiant Stadium. I mean, it's, you know, there's, there's got to be a reason that you became a member of Raider Nation. So we want to hear from you, 702-365-9200. Let's talk to our good friend Fargo Raider. What's on your mind, my man? Hey, Q and DeMond. Thank you for taking my call. Hope I find you in a great spirits today. For sure. Uh, I'm, I'm with 211, man. My, I'm a first generation born here as well. My parents came from Mexico. My dad don't know nothing about no football. He he watches football. <laughs> football <You know>? goal. <laughs> yes, sir. So I actually came upon my fandom on my own. But my mom always wanted me to uh, assimilate to the American culture. So she gave me an American name, and she immersed us in American television and movies. So the first time I actually saw the shield that I can remember clearly in my mind, she was watching Boys in the Hood with us. I, I was hella young. She she shouldn't have been letting us watch that. <laughs> we we was watching it, and I seen I seen little kid uh, Ice Cube. Yeah. With that shield on his hat, man, and I fell in love with that hat. I fell in love with that shield. I fell in love with the colors. I started doing research into the team and found that in the whole, in the town I was born in, in California. Madden was the coach for the college that I ended up going to. Um, they were the first to have a Hispanic coach, the first to have a Hispanic quarterback. And then Plunk, like uh, somebody mentioned Plunk's native. He's native and Mexican, so even mm-hmm. more pride came, you know, love for the Rafa. And I, and I get you, Q. Football's helped me diffuse hella situations. The first time I came to visit up here, I, sat, I was sitting at a bar and some guy asked me if I was legal or not. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I know. So it's the ultimate equalizer. We talk after that we talk some football and we see we're just as American as the next guy. Yep. But you know, that's what got me into being a Raider fan. That shield on that hat in that movie, sir. Give you my guys have a good one. Back. Thank you for taking my time. <laughs> yes, sir. Exactly. Y'all wanna see a dead body? 
<laughs> great call, Fargo. Great call. Do I do appreciate you? And you're right, man. Spot on. Uh, and that's you know, football, like you said, is it, it gets everyone on the same playing field. But sports in general do that. I, I talk about my times in Texas all the time, and that I was kind of looked at a little sideways a lot of times. And, and the thing about it, one of the one of the coolest things about it was I became friends with so many people that wouldn't had real interest in being friends with me, except for I was the guy talking sports on the radio. You know what I mean? Because when I was the hip hop guy. There wasn't nobody banging down my door talking about, Q, you need to come hang out with us. You need to do this, that, and the other. But once I was a sports guy, it was different because we were all on the same playing field. I'm not saying that that's right, but a lot of times sports will get you in a door that you might not have been able to get into without. Just saying. There's all kind of different elements to the game. But, yeah, that's what sports do, and especially especially football, just because everyone is so passionate about it. And uh, like I said, man, I was, able to, I was able to knock on a door that I probably wouldn't have been able to knock on Back in the day, because I had that shield on my shirt, it was all good. It worked out, no problem. 702-365-9200. Let's talk to our guy, Passionate Raider. What's on your mind, my man? What's up, Q? What's up, Demond? Chilling. Yeah, that's a good to- that's a good topic tonight, man. Uh, that's what I do. I become I, I become a Raider fan, man. Back when in the in the early eighties, about eighty four, eighty five, my uncle Paul was into the Tough Man contest down here in Rockford, Illinois, at the Metro Centers, the kickboxing stuff. And they were always Raider fans, and they always, my dad and my uncle always used to have their Raider hats on, their, hold on, their T-shirts and and all that other stuff. And my uncle went to go to that kickboxing, and um, he got kicked and broke his arm, but he still beat the dude down and won the, won the title, and they started calling him Howie the Hitman Halverson. So back then, that's when Howie Long was with the Raiders. Oh, yeah. And they were just Raider fans and just that Howie. And my Uncle Paul was always, like, my favorite dude, man. He was just that big, that that tough guy. Mm-hmm. He was just drove a Harley. He was just cool, man. And to, to compare him to Howie the Hitman and then <laughs> the Raiders and then Bo Jackson rolled in there, man. And oh. it's, been a done, it's been a done deal. There it and is. There ain't, been, there ain't been no looking back, man. That's right. No that's looking back. <laughs> There it is. Thank you so much for the call. Done deal records. That's what I'm talking about. Howie, who didn't love Howie Long? Who didn't love Howie Long? Man, that was that was the guy. Man, I don't know how many conversations I used to have at church. I used to be the runner. At church, I was the guy. They would all tell me, hey, man, go out to your dad's car and go find out the score of the game. So I'd go run out to the car, and Howie Long would come up with a sack or something like that. I, man, I'd get stuck there, and then I'd come back, and I'd get caught, caught, talking in church. That Man, Howie just did this, and Howie just did that. And i start talking, and I'd get in trouble. Imagine that, right? But that was me. I was the runner. I was the guy. I was tell my dad. I always used to tell my dad. I, wouldn't, I didn't tell him I was going to listen to the radio. I was like, Dad, I need some more mints. Because my dad always had mints, like candy and stuff like that. But not gum, because he didn't want you chewing gum in church. But he had mints with him. So he always had them in the car. He's like, Dad, let me go to the car and get some mints. I'm like, all right, go ahead. And now I go out there and listen to the, listen to the radio. So <laughs> good stuff, Passionate Raider. Let's get one more call in before we get to Paloma. Let's talk to our guy, Raider Mike. What's on your mind, my man? What's up, Fort Q Myers Beach? What's up, Pete? <laughs> What's that? How I became a Raider fan. My dad was a fighter pilot for the CIA. My mom got sick of waiting for him. First, she, she dated Raleigh Fingers from the A's. Oh, yeah. And then then a, a guy who was a huge Raider fan, had a cup of coffee in the early 60s with the Raiders. My grandfather gave me a Frisco helmet for Christmas like six months before they met. <clears throat> About a month after they were dating, he took that Niner helmet and sledgehammered it right in front of me, put a Raider hat helmet right down in front of me, said, that's your team. So anyway, that's how I became a Raider, how I maintained being a Raider. He taught me 
aggressive football. A receiver comes across the middle, you lay him out, just like the Soul Patrol. Mm-hmm. Tatum, Atkinson, Skip Thomas, Willie Brown. So that's how I became a Raider fan and always will be. Nice. I love it. Great call. Great call, man. I do appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, shout out to your pops and shout out to your mom because she had to do what she had to do. You know, she had to keep it pushing. But uh, good stuff, man. I, I like this story. And that's the thing about it, man. That's the beauty of it. And that's why I had to come up with this topic. And it, it just it, the wheels were turning the whole drive home last night after the show. I was like, man, I got to come up with something that makes everyone realize that we're all the same. We're all the same. No matter where we're at, no matter if we're in Illinois, if we're in Fargo, if we're in the Bay, if we're in L.A., if we're in Vegas, if we're in Texas, if we're in wherever, Rancho Cucamonga, it don't matter. You know, we have people that call in from Australia sometimes. We have people that call in from London. We've had people call in from all over. Again, I go back to the the saying that I tell you all the time, the best fan base in sports. Where is that shield? Raider Nation, that's you. 328 is the time when we come back. Paloma Villacana, Fox 5 Sports. She'll join us to talk all things running Rebels and Rebels. This is Raider Nation Radio 920. Give me your best. Hey, Raider Nation, this is Hall of Famer Marcus Allen, and you're listening to Raider Nation Radio 920. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Raider, hey, Raider Nation, this is Marcus Allen, and you're listening to Radio Station 920. Say Raider Nation Radio 920. Raider Nation Radio Station 920. <laughs> Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. I'm going to have to kick you, you know what, today. Here's your boy Q. Coming up in a matter of minutes, we got Paloma Villacana from Fox 5 Sports. She'll join us to talk all things UNLV. I wanted to hit this uh, text real quick on the Salmon Ash text line at 69187, keyword R&R. What up, Q and Demon? Growing up in Arizona in the 80s, we didn't have no team. It was either Cowboys or Rams. Hell no, my uncle said. He lived in San Jose. When I was seven years old, freezing on Pier 39, he bought me a Raiders beanie, and that was it. Peace. That's from Nick out of the Valley of the Sun. Good stuff right there. Uh, now it's time to hit the phone lines and talk to our good friend, Paloma Villacana from Fox 5 Sports. Does a fantastic job covering everything uh, in the Las Vegas area. And, Paloma, thank you so much for your time. Before we get started, I've got to ask you this. There's got to be a good explanation. I've got to ask you this question. On Tuesday... <laughs> You tweeted out that you love this weather, and in that minute that you tweeted, I love this weather, I was freezing. It was about to start raining really hard, and the wind was blowing. What was it that made you love this weather? You know, I was a little nervous when you were like, on Tuesday, you tweeted. And I'm like, wait, I'm like, well, I don't know what I tweeted on Tuesday. Let me think about it. Uh, um, I'm glad you're asking about the weather. Yes, I love this weather. It's you know, it's been so hot all year. Like, you know, in November, I was like, oh, so over it. Like, let's get this weather going. I love the fall. I love winter. Growing up in San Diego my whole life, you know, I never had any type of season. So I'm all about this cold weather. And, you know, it's Christmas. I want the Christmas vibes. I want my Christmas tree up and my coffee. And last month, I was like, it's just too hot. It's too hot to wear of my jackets or anything so i'm loving it unbelievable unbelievable yeah paloma you also tweeted out sam <laughs> gordon is going to regret sitting next to me at games i don't shut up so can you give us the what's what does it sound like sitting next to you at a game what are you are you cheering too much are you coaching what you doing you know q i'm glad that your show is about my twitter like, right let's go like <laughs> right? At paloma Villacana, if you want to tweet me um sam gordon loves me to death for sure because anytime he pulls up next to me there's just this face like he makes the face like what up 
Like, he already knows. He already mm-hmm. knows, like, I'm not going to shut up. But you know what? I'm a happy person. Right. I have fun. I love my job. I love games that I cover. So, like, yeah, we're going to talk the whole game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad like, at you. <laughs> Raiders, I mean, UNLV Raiders, like, Golden Knights, we are talking. We are chatting it up the whole game. So be prepared if you pull up next to me. That's all good. Look, I have no problem with that because I'm just like you. I love I love my job. I love covering games. I mean, the jobs that we have is un- unbelievable. It's incredible, the opportunity that Absolutely. we have and the access that we get. It's it's fantastic. So I uh, want to have you on, obviously, talking UNLV. We do it each and every week. Right now, the running web Rebels, we'll start with the hoop team. They're on a three-game yeah. winning streak after beating Omaha last night, 84-71. to Three-game winning streak. That's pretty good. It almost looked like it could have been potentially a, a, an upset. Was on. It was like upset alert for UNLV. What chur- changed things? What turned things around for the Running Rebels last night? Yeah, I mean, that second half, I was like, yo, Omaha came out, and they were just draining threes all night long, uh, really keeping the Running Rebels on their toes. And I was like, you guys got to wake up defensively. Like, let's go. Let's wake up. Let's attack the rim. You know, let's go. So I think UNLV made that switch in the second half. Uh, you know, Coach Kruger said after the game, you know, they could have let this game, you know, get wild. They could have just given up, you know, said, all right, we're down, like, whatever, we're in Christmas mode or, you know, it's winter break for the guys, so maybe the focus isn't all there. But, no, they, they, they dug their heels in, they continued to fight back, and, you know, they 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 know their win streak three in a row is, is huge for them. they got to win one more against USC next week just to continue that momentum as they get ready to host uh, San Diego State opened up conference play on January 1st, the Thompson Mac. So winning these final non-conference games is big. And, you know, a, a loss to Omaha in December, a non-conference game, that would have been ugly on their record. So I'm happy the guys were able to pull out a win uh, last night. Yeah, they were. And again, like we said, a three-game winning streak right now. And you mentioned that final non-con game. What do they need to get accomplished? What's their final little tune-up that they need to do uh, to know that they're prepared for conference play going up against San Diego start- State to get things started? You know, to be honest, I still feel like they're still trying to figure it out. You know, 10 new players, nine transfers. These guys are coming from all over the country. To me personally, I still feel like they're still trying to continue to find that chemistry, continue to gel, continue to be aggressive on defense. They've got some ballers on their team, Bryce Hamilton, Mm -hmm. Donovan Williams, Royce Ham. I mean, these guys are fun to watch. I think it's once they all get on the same page and realize, like, I can trust that guy next to me. I can trust that guy. You know, he's going to be in his spot. Like, once they continue to click and Listen, it's a brand-new team. You're still trying to put all the pieces together. And, uh, you know, their non-conference their non-conference schedule has been no joke. SMU, UCLA, mm-hmm. San Francisco, Michigan. So, uh, you know, they've, they've, they've had a, a tough non-conference schedule. But I think it's only made them better. And I still feel like they're still trying to, to continue to put all the pieces together. And, um, you know, once they can get that clicking and, and, and keep going – you know, it'll, it'll it'll still be a fight. You know, a lot of the, a lot of the players have told me, you know, we don't just think of January first. You know, San Diego State March starts in January, and a lot of these guys nice. have played in the tournament, so they know that mindset. January first, it's March. Like, let's go. It's go time. Right, no doubt about it. And final question I have for you, as far as the running rebels go, uh, Bryce Hamilton, Donovan Williams. You mentioned those two guys. Are, is that the one-two punch that you think is going to lead the rebels throughout the course of uh, you know conference play and, and potentially even into March Madness? 
Yeah, Bryce Hamilton has just continued to, you know, ball out, shooting over 50% uh, in his last three games um, before Omaha. But, um, yeah, I mean, Bryce Hamilton's a factor out there. Like, he's just, he's their go-to guy. Donovan Williams is really starting to find his stride, too. Uh, you know, we asked Coach a lot about him. Like, are we just seeing his potential? And he says, yeah, I think Donovan's continuing to get more confident each game. But, yeah, I mean, Bryce, Donovan, um, I, to me personally, y'all, like, I want to see more out of Jordan McCabe, the transfer from West Virginia. Um, you know, he's he's been a little quiet to me personally. I think he can really shoot the ball well. He had a career-high 11 assists against Hartford and you know, I, I just want to see Jordan McKay ball out there, but for sure, Bryce Hamilton, Donovan Williams, Royce Ham, Jordan McCabe. I really like how tough Mike Nuga plays. Uh, you know, once they get Victor E. Walker back in there, that dude's a baller too. So, you and I'll be a little banged up this season too. So, I think once they can get get past that Christmas break, get a little bit more healthier, we'll see the team in full force. No uh, in conference play. No doubt. No doubt about it. Talking right now with Paloma Villacana from Fox 5 Sports here on Unnecessary Roughness, Radio Nation Radio 920. Now, I do want to flip over to the football team. Yesterday was National Signing Day number one. Uh, the, the Rebels, they inked 10 players total, so they have room in their class for National Signing Day number two. They still have some time, but uh, they have a couple local guys. Jaden Maeva, I believe I'm saying his name right, uh, the quarterback from uh, Henderson and been at a couple high schools, actually. And then uh, Noah McKinney, the offensive lineman from Coronado. Uh, what can you tell us about those two guys? How exciting is it to see a couple local guys uh, sign on with the Rebels? Yeah, well, the first thing I said on air last night was, hey, another Hawaiian quarterback in the mix. <laughs> right. uh, you know, UNLV with their Hawaiian QBs. I don't know. It's, it's awesome to see the Island boys uh, ball out there. But, yeah, I mean, Maeva's a beast. You know, when he was in Honolulu in 2019, he threw for 3,317 yards and 41 touchdowns. So, the kid can ball out coming from Liberty High School. We all know how good that football program mm-hmm. is. Uh, so excited to see another quarterback in the mix. I know they were banged up in the quarterback room last year. So I'm thinking the Rebels move forward with Cam Friel and continue to develop him. But it's not, not bad to have another Hawaiian quarterback in that mix, in that room, continuing to uh, build the quarterbacks. And then, yeah, they signed Noah McKinney from Coronado Offensive Tackle. Six five two ninety as a eighteen year old, you know this kid's <laughs> huge. So yeah, um, you know, and 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 he seems like he has a really good positive personality. So I was looking at his Twitter feed. Um, seems like a really bright kid. You know, originally from Texas, so a Texas baller out there. Um, there you go. And you know, on the O line too. You know, we saw the O line struggle last year too. So um, a big get for for UNLV. But um, overall. You know, Coach was saying just 10 guys, a smaller class, because of uh, this recruiting, you know, signing period is just so crazy with players being able to transfer in the COVID-19 year and super seniors. And it's just a unique time that, you know, he's recruiting in. So he says they got to be flexible, you know, 25 scholarships, but you still got to have players in your back pocket in case guys are like, Nah, I'm out. You know, I'm I'm mm-hmm. going to Jackson State. You know, <laughs> so <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you know, so um, yeah. I mean, it's and it's wild. Like as a reporter, following all these commits and where they're transferring to, you know, where they're committing to next. And nah, I'm just kidding. Going to Texas, or, you know, it's just yeah. like what is going on. So um, yeah, thanks COVID. COVID for show put uh, football on uh, a wild carousel, but. 
you know, we're, we're, we're living in it. We're dealing with it, you know. Yeah, we're going to work our way through it. It did, though. It put football on skates, and that's what it's mm-hmm. been. And you mentioned Texas ballers and football, and, man, I'm excited about one player that uh, Coach Royal was able to ink yesterday, and that's Randy Bobo Masters. He comes from Yates High School in Houston. That's a playmaker at the wide receiver position right there. And I know that one time he was committed to, I think, Baylor. <laughs> uh, he had a lot of attention from Texas and TCU and some big-time programs like that. He's here at UNLV now. I mean, that's that's a big deal right there. What can you tell us about Bobo Masters? Well, Coach was saying that they recruit Texas heavy. You know, we saw a lot of guys uh, in their secondary on defense this year ball out. It seems like his Texas guys are, are, are super competitive. They have that, that football culture that in, in mm-hmm. Texas is just instilled from birth. We all know how big high school football <laughs> yes. is in Texas. So <laughs> if UNLV can, you know, make a name in Texas and get some more Texas guys into their program, you know, it'll only make the program stronger. And we all know that, you know, UNLV was banged up at wide receiver uh, last year. You know, they had guys all over playing wide receiver. So huge get for UNLV and Coach Royal loves Texas. He, he loves recruiting in Texas. And the more Texas guys on this UNLV football team, hey, go Frogs. Uh, better, you know, better. <laughs> right. Hey, I'll tell you what. I saw him when he. Well, I didn't see him personally, but I saw him he, on Twitter, and he was in Texas. I think he was at the uh, the the coaches mm-hmm. association their their meetings that they have there, and uh, and then I saw him at, at Desoto, and he was trying to you know recruit there, and I was trying to tell him through Twitter in just a you know nice, calm, chill way. Your boy knows some folks in Central Texas, man. I got those roots. If he need, if he needs me to lead him in the right direction, I got him. You know what I mean? Tell him I know a guy. You know, <laughs> all I have to say is I know Coach Arroyo is a Cali boy, but like he's been rocking boots and hats, and I'm like, yep. okay, Coach, okay, I see you, I see you. So we, you know, he loves Texas. I saw him with that cowboy hat on too. That was hilarious. I think that was yeah. when he was at DeSoto <laughs> High School. And if you're gonna go somewhere in Texas, DeSoto is a great place to go. That's a hell of a program oh, right there. So, but they have, they've got a lot. Well, Paloma, great stuff as always. What you got coming out on a Reb Zone that everyone needs to be on the lookout for? Oh, yeah, I'm sitting down with Donovan Williams, Stretch. You nice. know, he's, we, we're now, we're now um, you know, now I'm sitting down with the players, getting to know them one-on-one, and, you know, I'm excited. He has an awesome, awesome story of, you know, coming from Texas and transferring. You know, he's a junior, so he made the switch right in the middle of his college career. Um, you know, to be honest, Hugh, every guy I've sat down with on the Red and Rebels, they are incredibly nice guys. Like, just such such sweet guys. So it's, it's awesome to see that, you know, there's not one player on this Red and Rebels team where I'm like, oh, no, you know, that guy kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Right. All of them love each other. All of them, you know, they're all roommates. They're all hanging out. They're all eating together. They're all, you know always together so it's it's just an awesome awesome team i think kruger did an awesome job of recruiting these guys and just seeing how much they really love each other so can't wait for donovan's piece there this Sunday. nice nice i like it well just i mean as i threw it out there that i know a couple guys in central texas if they need somebody on the football side of things if you need <laughs> if they need someone if coach kruger needs something on the basketball side i know a six five point true. guard i'm just throwing it out there i know a six five point That's guard true. you know he, he may be available <laughs> If, if, if his daddy comes calling. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing it out there. So, so funny. <laughs> Paloma, so funny. Gr- great stuff as always. I appreciate you. Keep up the good work, and we look forward to talking to you yep. next week. All right. See y'all. All right. There she goes, Paloma Villacana. You can fo- follow her on Twitter, at Paloma Villacana. She's got it covered, man. When it comes to the Rebels, she does a fantastic job. And I'm just saying, if I'm going to cut for Central Texas and say I got, you know, because I do know some, some ballers in Central Texas, a lot of times there's so much talent there, it's hard for everyone to get noticed. 
So sometimes you got to have someone to be like, hey, man, go check out that school. Hey, man, go check out that school. So if I'm going to cut from Central Texas, I might as well go ahead and I know Little Q is connected to a program right now, but <laughs> he may be able to be persuaded by his daddy. I'm just saying. Good thing that like tampering just doesn't exist in college no, it sports does, anymore. It doesn't tam- I mean, I'm not tampering. I'm talking to her. I'm not talking to coach. Now, if coach is listening to us on the radio, that's a different story. Just yeah, my saying. dad was in the market, and he was just <laughs> on the radio just advocating I'm just for saying. me to come join the program. I, That's not tampering it's at not, all. I'm not, hey, it's not, I'm not talking to any coach. Not talking. I'm not leading not him. Oh, <laughs> now, if you heard me on the radio, it's a different story. <laughs> I didn't say where he goes and where to check out his film. I didn't do any of that. Hit me on the DM. 348 is <laughs> the time. When we come back, we'll close out the show. This is Rare Nation Radio 920. Give me your best. Hey, Raider Nation, this is Hall of Famer Marcus Allen, and you're listening to Raider Nation Radio 920. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Raider, hey, Raider Nation, this is Marcus Allen, and you're listening to Radio Station 920. Say Raider Nation Radio 920. Raider Nation Radio Station 920. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. I'm going to have to kick you, you know what, today. Here's your boy Q. Just got a couple minutes left of today's show. Then we'll pass the sticks on to Vinny Bonsignor in the huddle himself in Lincoln Kennedy. Uh, Vinny is going to be live at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center, Raiders HQ. So uh, that'll be a fantastic show as he's back now from Dallas from the owner's meeting. So Vinny will be coming up in a matter of minutes. I know he'll give you a Browns preview and a whole lot more uh, through the question out there. What was it that caused you to become a Raider fan? Was it a city? Was it a player? Was it the winning tradition? Was it colors? What was it that made you become a Raider fan? And we've had so many great answers, and that's exactly why I want to throw it out there because you never know what appealed to who and how it all came together. Uh, Jason hit us up on the Salmon Ash text line at 69187, said, uh, to answer your question, it was family for me. Third-generation fan. My grandma, my grandpa used to go when they were in L.A., and that's where my dad's first game was at the Coliseum. I remember my first Raiders game in Oakland as a kid when we played in, played the Bengals, and Charles Woodson picked them off to seal the win. Uh, Demi's a fan because of me, and it continues as my two younger bros and sis are all Raider uh, fans. But question for you, who's it going to be at T.I. tomorrow? Got to plan my Friday night with some drinks and some good times. <laughs> that's good looking out there, Jason. Shout out to Jason and Demi and... Pops, Jess, uh, shout out to all you guys. And, uh, yeah, Vinny's going to be at the at the TI tomorrow. I don't have an eight-hour day of radio tomorrow, which is fantastic. Actually, uh, JT is going to be in studio for the uh, for two hours tomorrow as well. So he'll do his show 12 to 2. And then me and Damon will be in here from 2 to 4. So uh, my Friday is looking smooth tomorrow. But uh, thank you so much for that text. I do appreciate you. Let's go out to one of our good friends on the phone lines. That's Just Win Wendy. What's on your mind, Just Win Wendy? Hey, it's good to hear, hear you talking about what to bring us together and um, I know I've talked to, in the past about my dad being um, a season ticket holder way back when Oakland, you know, opened up the Coliseum. But, I mean, I was thinking, well, what, what made me one? Because I could have chosen the 49ers. I mean, I was a teenager. I could have chosen anything. And I think what really got me was all of the things that um, the Raiders stood for and the, the real nastiness and the, the I'm going to, you know, we're going to get it and, and be in the underdog because I remember being a teenager and I always felt kind of like, a, you know, un, I always felt vulnerable as a teenage girl. Mm-hmm. And, and it really made me feel empowered to be a Raider fan. Right. And then as it went on through the years, it was like more and more, you know, no matter what, everything else I learned about Al Davis and about everything about the Raiders was about empowerment right. and being strong and being being ferocious and not letting your enemies get you down. And that's what's got to bring us together because we all feel that way. 
Right. No, great call. Great stuff, Wendy. Uh, definitely appreciate you. You know, I'm glad you said that because I hadn't even brought up that part, but that is that is a major part of it. I grew up with a lot of 49er fans around me. I mean, no joke about it. All my friends really growing up were all 49er fans, and they even at my high school reunion, they told my wife, they're like, man, your husband was the only one that was rocking the silver and black. The rest of us were cheering on the Niners and winning championships, and he's rocking Raiders, and he's talking trash. And that was the thing, Wendy, I had, and I still do to this day. And that's why I know that I'm always going to be a Raider. That Raider blood is always going to flow through me. I always am going to carry that chip on my shoulder, and I feel like most Raider fans do. We all have a chip on our shoulder for some reason. One reason or the other, we all have one. And so it's, it's, uh, it, it's something that we just carry with us. Yep, it sure is. And I'll always have it. But I really love the Raiders. I used to love the Pride Boys and commitment to excellence and all the things. And, but, you know, I picked up my name by just saying, let's just win, baby. And that's <laughs> what we got to do this weekend, okay? There you go. Just win. Thank you, Just Win, Wendy. Appreciate the call. It's always great to hear from you. And I'm telling you, that is such a major part of it. You know, every Raider fan that I know, I'm not going to answer for everybody, but every Raider fan that I know, everyone's got a little edge to them. I've, I've, talk, I've talked about that since day one here on this show. Uh, DeMond never thought that it was even something that was real, you know, but it was. it's always something that I've believed in. You said it was something in your neck. Yeah. Every, I mean, there's a, there's a reason why we do what we do and the w- reason why we are who we are, you know, and, and the reason I get fired up and the reason why, you know, I'm ready to, to, to make it happen and, and appreciate everything that we have and appreciate the time we have when we come here on the radio, even if it's two hours, one hour, three hours, it doesn't matter. It's just because someone has always looked and said, that guy can't do this or that guy can't do that or whatever. And it's just, it's similar to the Raiders. Like how many times back in the day was there a player, Jim Plunkett, for example, that was cast off. Oh, he can't get it done. He's no good. He's not that good. Well, you know how good he is. He went and won two Super Bowls, was a Super Bowl MVP. That's, I mean, it's, it's, it's all kind of the Raider way. How many, how many people have been looked at as, oh, that, that's just so-and-so. Ah, that's just cute. He ain't nobody. You know what I mean? And that, that edge, man, that edge comes out. And I, I have no problem admitting it. I got that. I got a chip on my shoulder. That's huge. Huge, and it drives me every single day. Every single day I wake up, I wake up with that chip, and I love it. I wouldn't trade it in for the world. I don't know about you, but I wouldn't trade it in for nothing. Got a text from Sir Whiskey Ray. Q, Lester Hayes, Lyle Alzado, Howie Marcus Allen, made me a diehard Raider fan. Absolutely love this team. Got one more text. I was nine years old. I got one Christmas present from my parents because money was tight. It was the smallest present out of all my brothers and sisters. I opened it up to find a ticket to the Broncos and Raiders at the L.A. Coliseum. That was January 2nd, 1994. Walked into the Coliseum. My dad bought me a T-shirt with a Raiders fan cartoon taking a leak on a Broncos helmet. Raiders came back from a deficit and beat the Broncos on a field goal by Jeff Jagger to make the playoffs. I'll never forget that day. Nine years old and beer spilling all over me. From that moment, I knew win, lose, or tie. It's Raiders till I die. Cucamonga Raider. That's the way to drop the mic. Nothing gets better than beers dripping on you as a nine-year-old. And a T-shirt of a Raider cartoon taking a leak on a Definitely Bronco. Definitely that league license apparel there. <laughs> <laughs> Vinny Boston, you are Lincoln Kennedy coming up next in the huddle. Vinny's live at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center. We'll be back here tomorrow, 2 p.m. on the spot. That's how we roll. It's Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920.